everyone. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for joining me once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue Monday morning. Uh, I'll go into more at the end of the show, but this is our last actual shoot for season number three right here in this part of our studio. And um, it's been incredible. And we're still continuing the show. Don't, don't get me wrong, but a little emotional over here for us because we've been in here three years since God spoke to our heart to do this. So we're so thrilled that you are taking the time to tune in. Um, so look, part two, this stuff gets so rich, defeating your giant, or I ought to put a parenthesis with an S, could be defeating your giants. You know, but watch show number one. I give you where David is in Psalm 18 and where he's just a little more toward the end of his life. And and he's older at, at Psalm 18 and he's realizing God has just given me victory over every battle, over every enemy. And didn't Jesus do that for us at the cross of Calvary? He really defeated every giant. We just have to line up with that and walk that out through him. And then I started going into some character traits of David last week, which I'm big on that. You know, his character was such, always being on the backside of the desert, backside of the field, talking with God, that I believe was one of the keys or clues to giving him this inner strength to look at a giant and a bear and say, you're not going to touch my lamb. You're not going to touch my sheep. And that's, he just had that inner fortitude from God. So I'm going to give you three steps right now of how to defeat your giant. And even though they sound like boom, 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 they'll take some time when you really walk this out. But let's set up the scene. Many of you know it, but I think it's healthy to repeat it. Here we are in the Valley of Elah, E-L-A-H. Children of Israel on one side. Philistine army enemy on the other side. Now watch this. We're in 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 16. Goliath is the arch enemy. He's the big nine foot nine Goliath from Gath, G-A-T-H, who is 40 days, 40 nights taunting the children of Israel. You could do it by clockwork. Here he comes. Na, 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 na saying that he's going to destroy them. Have you ever had a giant 40 days and 40 nights in your brain? I'm sure you have. I have. And this is what it could symbolize, even though that's a true story. Think about in your world. How do you defeat that thing? Morning and evening, he hurls insults and blasphemy the children of Israel. David starts to arrive on the scene because his dad says, hey, you got to take some bread to your brothers. David says, I will do that. He's appalled that he gets there and that the children of Israel are frozen out of fear. Where's David been? On the backside, communing with God every day. So that when he arrives on the scene, there's no fear in him. He's been communing with God. Hence, step number one to defeat your giant. Get to know God. You got to know him. Then you can act in faith. You've been with him. Then you will act in trust. You've been with him. Take one scripture and go with it. One scripture to apply to an area in your life and go at it every day. 40 days and 40 nights and enemies going at it. You go at it 
every day, every night. Try one scripture. And you start building your inner man up with that truth from God's word. It might be, um, I don't know, let's say you're fighting anxiety. I cast all my care upon God for he cares for me. God, I give you every anxious thought every day. Again, this just came to me. If the enemy's willing to go 40 days and 40 nights and taunt you, you come back every day. 40 days and 40 nights. Just try the one scripture. That's your, that's your stone that you're starting to pick up. You're starting to put it into your little slingshot there. And you're starting to hurl that thing. I'm, I know what I'm talking about at the enemy. Every day, your faith starts to build. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by that word. And you're, before you know it, you're like, okay, that word is growing on the inside of you. That taunting you start getting angry about it in a healthy way. And you start saying, oh, no, 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 no. You've been somewhere with God. Watch this, folks. Unfortunately, rather than placing their confidence, their faith and their trust in the power of God to defeat and deliver the children of Israel, as David did, the children of Israel got used to the enemy's threats. They got used to it. They could set their watches by his appearance and they began to accept his attack. That is so dangerous. And you know what? I told the other group the other night, I, I, oh, I hate to say this, but I do. I get it because you can get so tired. You can get so tired of the 40 days and 40 nights of the taunting. You're just like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. Don't accept a giant as a way of life. If you've got to go somewhere and get, your, get a reprieve and say, okay, you know what? I, I don't have this victory yet, even though you do because of the cross, but you know what I mean, walking it out. Go somewhere to get, get, get your bearings. You got to get your bearings again. The Holy Spirit lives in us. He'll work with you on this, I'm telling you. But it might take some time. But if you're 40 days and 40 nights, don't you just live with it. That's very sad. This was Greg Laurie's uh, writing, a book from 20 years ago. He said they started to set their, they, they could set their watches by his attack. Yep, here comes the enemy again. You know, I attributed it to, uh, I gave an example. <clears throat> it rose up in me the other night, uh, giving you an example of what that might look like. Say you fight anxiety and say you've got to go to a doctor's appointment or you've got to be in a, a, a room with, with, with 50 people. Now, you know, that can set off. That could be what we call trigger and all taunting. Already it starts. You might have that on Thursday and on Sunday. I got to be here on Thursday. I can't believe I got to face that doctor. I can't believe I got to sit in that room of 50 people. See? And, and if you're not careful, you just start living with it. And so that's what I'm saying. That you could set your watch by it five days prior. Oh, I got to go do it. No. Start today. You may not have had a lifetime like David did as a young boy back in the backside being able to play your harp and know God. You got to, if you don't start somewhere, you will still have that wall. We talked uh, on the first show, we really talked it in the conference David said, by my God, I can leap over that wall. 
right? I can run through a troop, and the Lord was showing me to encourage them. This is just coming to me, and I want to give it to you. How is a wall built? He, I drew out bricks, bricks, bricks. If you don't start, you've never, you've, you're facing all the bricks. But if you at least start, excuse me, you don't know where on the wall you are. You might have climbed halfway up by climbing those bricks by now because you at least began. See my point? Start somewhere with something. Do not just accept that taunting as a way of life. Start. You say, well, I've had to take a break. I don't know if it's still going to work. Yes, it's still working. Watch this, though. If you let go, oh, my goodness. If you let go of the word, you're letting go of everything the word does. Oh, my goodness. I just feel the anointing of God on this so much. If you don't climb a brick, you're letting go of everything the word of God's meant to do. But if you at least climb a brick, you got the word kind of flowing. It's working. You say, well, I don't see it working yet. Oh, but that's where faith comes in. We walk by faith, not by sight. Before you know it, you're going to be on top of the brick wall. And what's on the other side of the wall? It's worth your investment. You say, I've been doing that for five years. You might have to do it another five months. I don't know. But point number one to, to defeating that giant is invest in the time to have faith and trust in God, get in his word, get in his presence, and then you're going to climb brick by brick, perhaps. Amen? Number two, this is one that I, again, in my journey, have had to constantly pull back and say, man, I did it again. Number two, remember that the battle is the Lord's. I have messed this up. David said when he faced Goliath, he says, you're coming at me. He says, I'm coming at you and I'm going to take you down. And he literally says, the battle is the Lord's in verse 47. This is his battle, not ours. The Lord will give you to us. What kind of faith and confidence did David have? He'd been with God. That's where you want to get to, too. That's where when you see a scripture, you want to be able to say, you know what? Taunting, you're going down. My God's going to give you to me. But here's the deal. There's a way, and it only comes with walking with God for a certain amount of time to recognize that's not my battle. It's God's. You say, yeah, but I'm the one that has to stand in faith. True. You learn how to yield you, receive his strength, and then get those scriptures going to take down your your, um, giant. Do you follow what I'm saying? The battle is the Lord's. You have spiritual weapons Look at Ephesians 6. You have all kinds of arsenal to fight that enemy. You just don't do it in your own strength, like literally in your mind. I'll I'll do this, and I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. Get with God. Now you have faith and trust, and you got a scripture. Then you start applying that scripture, and before you know it, you're recognizing, well, that's, that's God's battle. I'm God's kid. God's coming on the scene for me. If you study out Psalm 18, boy, did God get angry that David was going through these attacks. Literally, the the verbiage is incredible of how God rose to the scene to defend his kid. He does the same thing for us. Ephesians 6, even Paul's reminding us that we're engaged in an ongoing spiritual warfare and we fight with spiritual weapons. Right? You know, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith. Go with the the word of God, the Holy Ghost. We got it all. Worship. We've got what we need to fight. 
fight. We don't do it in our own strength. John 15, 5, apart from me, you can do nothing. Philippians 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. In your own strength, no. But in the power of God, that's how you win. So number two, you get, get alone, know God, know him. You start to build the faith and the trust. Number two, you start realizing, you know what? This isn't my battle. This is God's battle. And God, how he gave Goliath to David, will give your enemy over to you so that you can step on his head and cut it off. I won't take time, but it would behoove you to read Ephesians 1, 19, 19 through 22. Ephesians 2, 4 through 6. These are powerhouse truths of getting where you are in Christ under your belt, seated with Christ in heavenly places. See what I'm doing? I'm building my faith so that when this thing that it is starts to taunt me, I say, oh, no, uh, uh, excuse me, excuse me. You were defeated at the cross. See how I'm doing it? You were defeated at the cross. I hear you. I hear you. But you're defeated. My job is to enforce that. Where are you, uh, Christian? And I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. I'm sitting with the victor, the victor, uh, the winner. But you got to rise up and you gotta, you got to know these things. Whew. You, you, you attack from the victory that's already been provided. Amen. Whew, number three, hope you're, hope you're good. You may have to listen to this stuff, you know, over and over to get this. Number three, this was interesting to me, what I'm about to read to you. Third way to defeat your giant, attack him. To pretend it's not there, to just wish that it would go away because you're tired, won't work. If you're tired, you're tired of fighting, go, go get a break. Jesus said, come, come with me, come on. Matthew eleven twenty eight. rest a while. You need him to refill you, the Holy Ghost to refill you up. But watch this, folks. I got this from Greg Lowry. 1 Samuel 17, 25. Now, I've not seen this this way before. The men of Israel said, have you seen this man who has come up, meaning Goliath? In other words, at some point in his 40-day taunting of Israel's army, Goliath had begun to actually cross over the ravine. I did not realize that because it doesn't say it in all the scriptures. But he has in this version, have you seen this man who has come up? He has crossed the ravine and he's crossed the base of the valley of Elah and he's coming up on Israel's side. I always just pictured he's over here and here's the children of Israel. Da, 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 da. No, they're saying the enemy started actually crossing over into their territory. This is huge what I'm about to say. What do we learn from this? If you tolerate a giant, if you give him room, he'll take over your territory. Before you know it, he'll be right up on your doorstep, sleeping in your spare room. Ephesians 4.27, do not give the devil a foothold. So what do you do with it? You don't just attack it. You don't just wish it away. You go after it. You bring it to the light of day. You say, you're coming at me, you uncircumcised Philistine, you. I know the living God. And then you're, you're just, the word just flowing out of you. Holy Ghost strength is just oozing out of you as you're facing that thing. 
As the Philistine moved closer to attack him, David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. 1 Samuel 17, 48 and 49. David didn't wish him away. He was so incensed, he said, I'm running after you. I write this, attack your giant straight on. Bring him into the light of day. David fought Goliath in the light of day. That's where we fight our giants. Force it into the light. You might be embarrassed, but get with someone. Say, I- I'm, I'm struggling with this giant. Get with someone you trust. Pray together. Bind that thing up. Cast that thing out, you and your person and God. Okay? You are not trying to play footsie with this thing. You're trying to get it out. I write this, but remember, you're doing it with the strength of God backing you. Very important principle is what I'm saying. Also remember this. Satan's a created being. He's created. He's defeated. You've got to enforce it. You know, I'm doing a thing called spiritual boot camp this summer because I'm so angry at sometimes seeing our people getting beaten up. And I'm going to go through a whole teaching on the authority we've been given in God. And that's one of them. Devil's defeated, but you gotta rise up and you gotta really know it and you gotta go after it. He's defeated. Listen to these scriptures as I bring this to a close to enforce that defeat. Now, Bible people, come on, put it on, put it on. John 16, 11, and about judgment because the prince of this world, the enemy, now stands condemned. He's condemned. He's a condemned criminal trying to come into your territory. You say no. The ruler of this world is judged because of the death of the cross of Jesus. Look at one more. John 12, 31. Prior to his crucifixion on the cross, Jesus said, now is the judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. He defeated him. You've got every right, every reason, every privilege to say to your taunting giant, your day is done. I don't care how loud you want to shout in my head or how much you want me to think that you're right, you are wrong, and I'm proving it scripturally. Submit, right, to God. Resist the devil, and he'll flee. But you will have to rise up and do. God will not do this for you. You fight from your place of victory. I've got a quote on here. John Piper says, if you intend to profit by the word, you got to bring it home to yourself. A medicine will do no good unless it's applied. And that means you can't just read it. You can't just say, praise the Lord. There will be a time where you will face that battle, walking into that room of 50 people, having to go to the doctor's appointment, but you're full on armored. You just got to, you got to go there so that it comes from here and drops down. That the fact that an enemy would stop you from enjoying going into a room or going to a party or whatever junk he taunts you with, you're incensed. And you say, oh, no, you won't. No, no, because I am in Christ and I have the victory. Amen. Three ways you defeat that devil or that giant or you climb that wall or or you run through a troop. You take the needed time, get faith and trust in God. Number two, what was our number two? I always do this. Hold on, hold on, knowing the battle's the Lord's. And number three, there comes a time when you've got to rise up and attack. 
bring it to the light. Say your days are done. I hope that helps. Hey, I want to pray for you, Father, for the, for the viewing audience, for the listener via podcast. Father God, whoo, you've given us these battle plans to defeat our giants. Father, may we rise up. May we grab them. May we make them our own because you did it at the cross for us in the resurrection. And we thank you for it. God, help my brother, help my sister who's really out there trying so hard. God, please, Lord, please meet them where they are as you've done with me so many times. And Father, thank you for David in the Bible who shows us what we must do. We love you, God, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, folks. We will sign off for now for summer. Now, I plan to come back and forth. I'll be on this camera for small itty-bitty things, um, but the actual shows, we will finish what we call season three. We've been three years now doing this. We give all the glory to God. And um, look, we'll be going back June, July, and August, bringing you many teachings, M-I-N-I, Monday through Friday at 3.35 every day, Life Songs Radio, and uh, that way I'll still be broadcasting truth out to you all. But before you know it, summer will be like this. We'll be in a different location, different studio, and I have uh, quite a few interviews already lined up for our fall season. We'll begin Solutions with Anna Donahue, man, in the fall season four. In the meantime, thank you. If you'd like to support us, I'm going to have Kristen go ahead and put that on the screen. AnnaDonahueMinistries.com. Click the donate button. I could use that for radio or for anything for show. It's perpetual. But we count on you. And we thank you. And Click the subscribe button. You'll never miss a show. You'll, even when I'm, I'm just thinking, I'll have to figure that out. But even when I come on for small little tidbits, uh, I was just told before we went on the air, Anna, you can still use the equipment and people will never miss it. They'll get a little notice saying Anna's about to go on. So, amen. Thank you from my heart for joining us. I love it. I love hearing from you. Social media has become one of my main ways to communicate. It's interesting. So, um, thank you. For watching Solutions with Anna Donnie. We will see you next time. By his grace. Amen.